everybody. Um, as uh, Rob said, I'm here to talk about Galaxy Zoo. Um, so I'm going to talk about what that is, why we need it, and more importantly, why we need you to help us out. So, as uh, Pete sort of mentioned, galaxies. We saw a nice picture of a spiral galaxy a minute ago. And what we want to know with galaxies is one of the questions that the gentleman in the audience was asking. It's like, how do galaxies form? Why do they form the way, you know, why do they form and make the shapes that they make? And what processes like sort of dominate that formation? So astronomers have been wondering this for years. So Hubble back in sort of the 1920s, I think, um, first looked out and saw galaxies and saw two quite distinct shapes. So the spiral galaxies that we saw before, and then the one in the bottom corner, the elliptical, is just a nice big round blob. So that's quite a different shape in the sort of spherical to sort of disc-like objects. So why are they so different is the question that we'd like to ask. But then when we actually look at it a bit further, we get all different types of galaxies. We get things like this that have bars across the centre as well as just being spiralled arms. There's another one with a bar, but again, it looks completely different. Another bar, again, completely different. So how do we even go about determining which processes are making these ones look so different from all the rest of them? Then we get stuff like this where we see them on edge because that's the way they're orientated to us. So what can we tell about that one? Is that, even, is that different to the spiral one? Is it the same thing, just from a different angle? Or is it a completely different system in itself? Then you start to get stuff like, like, like this. Can't even make a shape out of that. And then stuff like this. These are what we call irregular galaxies, because I don't think there's anyone managed to put them in a specific category by themselves, because no one can really pick any shapes out of them. Then you get things where there's two galaxies merging, and then that causes a massive impact on the different types of galaxies as well. Like, Think of the gravitational between two huge things like that. And then also crazy stuff like that, a ring rather than a spiral. Where do these things come from? These are the kind of questions that astronomers want to know. And then we also get stuff like this that looks like penguins over an egg. <laughs> and that's my favorite picture of a galaxy. So the main question is, how do all these ridiculously different pictures of galaxies that we see form? So the only way we can even begin to answer this is by taking as many pictures as we can and seeing all the different possible ones. So what we like to do is we like to build our huge big telescopes in far-flung places up big mountains and take as many pictures of the sky as we possibly can so that we can determine how many galaxies we can see and all the different types. But the sky is pretty big. The sky is you know, 360 degrees round, and the bigger we build the telescope to see further and further, the smaller the images we get. So the images that we take are about a 30th of the size of the moon in the sky. And you want to cover most of it all the time. So we have, first of all, our first problem in looking at these galaxies is we have a lot of images that we need to look at. Now, I know you're probably thinking as well, though, that well, most of the sky kind of looks like it's dark. You don't see stars everywhere. Some patches are dark. So surely we can just disregard half of the images because there's nothing in them. Well, we did think that. And we thought, OK, well, let's point, say, the Hubble Space Telescope, which was our best telescope, at the darkest patch of sky. Somewhere just about southwest of Orion, they did this about 10 years ago. And the Hubble Space Telescope stared at the same patch of sky for three months that we'd never really seen any other stars in before. And we thought, well, we'll see what we can see. We'll see how far away we can see. We might not see anything. Who knows? And that's what we got back. Every single dot you see in that picture is a galaxy. So not only do we have thousands and millions of images, we also now have thousands of galaxies in every single picture we take. And that's pretty incredible. If you think how small the size of that image was, it was about three arc minutes by three arc minutes, one of those crazy units that astronomers use. But it basically means it was about a tenth the size of the moon. 
So it's a tiny patch of sky with a huge number of galaxies in it. So that's the second problem we face. So astronomers are just overwhelmed by data at the minute. So a couple of years ago, they said, well, we're going to have to start somewhere. So they said, OK, we've got a million pictures of galaxies that we have. And we need to start classifying them and saying, OK, this one's a spiral, this one's round, this one has a bar, this one doesn't, etc." So the usual thing that astronomers do is they send a PhD student off and say, get to work <laughs> and start classifying these a million galaxies. So that's what he did. He went off with pictures like this and started looking at them and saying, OK, this one's this, this one's that. And after a week, and after 50,000 images, he said, I can't physically do anymore. I can't keep going like this. So he said, right, what's the next thing we can do? What can we do instead, rather than getting one person to look at it? Even if you got two people, or three people, or four people to look at them, it would just take ages, and you wouldn't have the statistics. What if people didn't agree? What would you do then? So he thought, well, maybe people like you would want to help. Maybe you'd want to do a couple of classifications, maybe look at like 30 galaxies or something and help us out. And then maybe after a couple of years, we'll, we'll have classified all our million images. And that's how Galaxy Zoo was born. So what happened next was we set up an internet site, and we showed people pictures of galaxies. And we asked them, we gave them little nice pictures, and said, OK, is it round? Is it a disk? And they said, OK, for this one, it would be a disk. And then we were asked, OK, well, how tight are the spiral arms? In that, in that disk, or does it even have spiral arms, first off? And so for that one, you'd maybe say they were quite loose on the far right-hand side. And then you count them and say, OK, there's two in there. And then I don't think there's anything weird about it. There's no ring like what I showed before, and there's no merger happening. So yeah, I think that's done now. I think I've classified that one. And then we'd show you another one. And then you'd do it until you'd say, well, I've, I've had enough. I've not, probably not got to 50,000, but you'd probably have enough after a couple. And we thought, maybe, yeah, that'll take us a couple of years, and then we'd get a nice base for going off and deciding figuring out how all these galaxies form. And then this happened. The site launched, and within two days, every hour, we're having 50,000 classifications. So what a PhD student managed to do in a week, after just grueling over so many images, you guys were managing to do every hour, which was just amazing. And it didn't take us a couple of years. It took us about a month, maybe a couple of months, which I think is just amazing. So those million images were the start. And then we've got managed to go put more in and get even more classified. Now we have over 900,000 people signed up to the website who just log in when they just you know, need five minutes to just think, you know what, I'm going to do some science. I'm going to help some people out. And I'm going to look at some galaxies that people have never really seen before. Like I said, there's so many images and so many galaxies that generally when a picture comes up, you're one of the first people to see that galaxy as well, which I also think is pretty cool. But don't think that we've done them all now. No, we've still got lots to go, because astronomers still like to build bigger and bigger and bigger telescopes. So the next telescope that's coming is the Extremely Large Telescope. And I think you'll agree that it is pretty big compared to that scale against Big Ben now. Okay? And that's going to take even smaller images, and we're going to get even more data from that. And so we do need your help to do this, because computers just can't look at the shapes the same way as you guys can. And also, you're better at it than astronomers as well. Because astronomers are trained to look for certain things, and they get distracted, whereas you guys just see the shapes. And that gives us better data. So it's really a fantastic project. So your universe needs you. <laughs> Please sign up. If, you, if this is something that you think you would like to do, it's a great way to spend some time. I like to do it, just five minutes distraction. You know, Instead of watching TV, I'm going to go classify some galaxies. But the good thing is, if astronomy's not your favorite thing. Maybe you've been brought here by your mum or your dad. And just, oh, I don't really want to come, but OK. 
Maybe you like chemistry or biology or something like that. Well, that's fine too, because after this launched, other scientists everywhere went, that's a great idea. I've got all this data that needs looking at too. Can you help me out? And now we have so many more projects looking at cancer cells, look, looking at exoplanets around stars, looking at the surface of Mars, looking at uh, the ocean floor and saying, oh, there's a fish there, or there's a starfish there. Or even maybe listening to whale sounds and saying, these ones sound similar to these ones, and trying to figure out how whales communicate. So there's a whole scope now of scientific projects, all part of what we call the Zooniverse. It's all come from Galaxy Zoo, and it wouldn't be even possible if it wasn't for people like you guys, just sat at home, just classifying some galaxies, exoplanets, whales, whatever you like. So thank you for listening, and I hope that you get as much joy out of Galaxy Zoo as we do. So, thank you.